0: July thirty first two thousand sixteen. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this is Pixels Weekly. Hey everybody. Hello. Hi. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good
1: morning. Good morning. I can hear your voice. Your voice is fresh out
0: uh, of the bed. Yeah. It's all crackly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're you gonna see if cuddle. I still have the the pod. <laughs> this
0: is this is a test of a true professional. Can I still do it at 7 a.m pacific standard time do i still have you? the juice
1: because you, you're passionate you love us you're you passionate. love the show it's <laughs> uh, <she just laughs> uh, a new energy
0: drink it's
1: passionate,
2: gonna have your sorry. face on it and it's gonna be uh passionate
0: passionate that would actually be a great adjective to add to energy drinks like if you could like this is not just carbonated it's passionate like it's it's got passion fruit extract in it that like increases your your comedy <laughs> juice. You know, it's a comedy <laughs> juice. Yeah.
1: Passionated, yeah. Passion fruit
2: <laughs> equals funnier. So you that's know. right. I guess because like, what does passion be fruit
0: do to get known as being passionate? You know,
2: I don't. I don't know. In Spanish, it's called maracuya.
1: Ooh. Oh that's a better name. What is a passion fruit. What does that mean? Like I don't want to eat a passion fruit if I'm not passionate.
0: Yeah, or so. maybe are you supposed to eat passion fruit like in the heat of the moment in like the midst and the throes of passion? That means yeah. that means dirty body adult body stuff, children. Don't Sweat even ask thing. about it. Sweat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Exercising not fun. <laughs> Uh, Moving forward. <laughs> it's not actually ex- Well, it is exercise. Yeah. And when a man yeah. and a woman exercise very vigorously together, then they do adult stuff we can't even talk about on this show. We can't
1: talk about <laughs> it. That's, our, we we new it clean. We're That's it. our new show. we to keep That's our new
0: show. Stuff
2: we can't talk about because we can't. We I mean, can't we even could. talk about it. So we, we That's shouldn't. our
0: new explicit show rated on iTunes ten out of ten.
1: IGN, oh, no, <laughs> IGN yeah. Pornhub.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, can't even say that word. I can't say that hub. word. Oh, no. I I guess you can. Something. You know what? We we actually should at some point talk about this. But um, have you seen all these articles about uh, Overwatch uh, porn? Yeah. Like no. it's become like a problem and Blizzard is trying really? to shut it down.
1: Is it the same is it on the same um the trolling uh wave than the when the game first came out? People would like reuse, you know, the best play of the game uh clip and put it to like real stuff like movies or anything, like oh. movie clips. Yeah, and, like I don't know, no, N- Nicolas Cage is- beating up guys or Terminator <laughs> beating uh, the ass of the whole team. Yeah, like Neo
0: in Matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Best player of the, the game, or Neo. <laughs> or the, the Cersei Lannister one <laughs> uh, from Game of Thrones. No, this is like a real, a real thing. I guess like people have gotten hold of the assets, like the character models from the game, and they're actually creating some explicit content with it. And um, I, I gotta tell you, your old friend Ryan, when he heard about this, had to do some googling. <laughs> It's some weird stuff. We are journalists,
1: I right? See we it. Gotta- I
2: didn't see it. I saw <laughs> the, journalists. The, I saw the. uh um, oh, hold on!
1: I'm Googling it. The Googling thumbnail.
2: It. You don't trust me. You don't want to. Don't do no, it. yeah,
0: yeah. Don't You're gonna go. ahead go and go like private browsing
1: gonna, or something. No, like,
2: it's gonna totally ruin everything for you. Um.
0: Okay. My my Google is just it gonna said ruin everything for you? Okay, but look. Okay, here's the thing. It is mostly stupid, um, stupid and gross stuff. But no one ever... And Blizzard's trying to shut most of it down, but no one ever points out job. that, like, maybe Blizzard shouldn't have given everybody in that game such, like, a juicy butt.
2: That's Just actually like, what, what started all of it. So trace the whole <laughs> yeah. Tracer controversy of, you know, she shouldn't be doing an over-the-shoulder pose. She'd be doing something oh, yeah, more that fun. Pose, yeah. That kind of got out of control, and people were... And Blizzard likes to share all the assets for their games and people that's how people got a hold of the character models and they they took that off so you can't get the 3d models anymore but someone already did and but it i'm just, just saying like control
0: tracer juicy butt mercy juicy butt uh Widowmaker, is that one of the people i forget the yeah. sniper lady yeah. juicy lady. butt genji Juicy butt.
1: <laughs> Hanzo, juicy butt. Hanzo juicy butt. Hanzo is a juicy butt.
0: Hanzo juicy butt. And you know for a fact what Reaper's hiding underneath that cloak, which is a whole juicy butt thigh situation. And I'm I saying Did that when juicy you. Juicy
2: butt thigh situation.
0: <laughs> a juicy butt thigh situation. And you know when you design characters in any sort of manner that is remotely sexualized. That it's gonna it's gonna put thoughts into people's head and uh, and sex sells uh, whether it's uh, explicitly or implicitly, um, and like don't pretend that like that it, things are not art directed in a certain way. I mean, like Zaria. Although I was <laughs> I was gonna say Zaria is a largely non sexual being, but she's she's depicted in plenty <laughs> of, uh, of watch uh, stuff. So. Uh, if you're interested, you can Google that. I don't know how much fun you'll no, have
1: with No, you can. I can't. Like, So it says it my search did not match any documents.
0: Probably we'll have a safe search on. Filter. Yeah, you get that so safe If you like,
1: out. you can repeat the search with the omitted results included. No, no, no. Do oh, you see yeah, safe, safe,
0: search, safe well.
1: search? Turn off safe search. Yay. <laughs> Yay. A whole part of the internet that he didn't All realize done.
0: existed. <laughs> oh, uh, I kind of like the lore that search. Yannick has never turned off Safe Search. That would be amazing. I never did. <laughs> Safe Search is off. Now, Yannick can Google every dirty thing. I feel like yeah. I just
1: I just entered the dark internet.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. you and 4chan now. Um, <laughs> 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 All right, guys, this is our <laughs> listeners. This is our video game podcast uh, that usually doesn't start off talking about adult content, but definitely mentions a juicy butt thigh situation at some point. And we like to start every episode with what's in the news. And in our hearts, really, in our minds, what we're playing, it's called the hodgepodge. What's everybody's hodgepodge this week? I'll start. I
1: can't start talking about it. because I'm <laughs> He's too browsing busy, like, stuff. looking crazy. I'm kidding.
0: Yannick's busy. I'm reading. No, <laughs> Yannick's I'm reading gone the, for the, the whole I, show
1: now. I'm reading the Kotaku article, and they're like, some insights on the Overwatch search increase It's like 817% in the month of May or something like 817% search increase. It's insane. Yeah, I mean,
2: it, was yeah. In, it was insane. It's crazy.
0: All right. Moving on. Moving Real on, show, real talk. Real,
2: the more more video game stuff. I was going to say,
0: I, don't say real, because this is as real as it gets. This is real it's, pleasure. It's all real. <laughs> this is um, 100%. <laughs>
1: this
0: is how they create new heroes.
2: Gross. <laughs> 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 and I guess it does uh, make sense, but still, gross. <laughs> Uh, Disney Infinity servers are shutting down, and they're starting now, and it's really, really sucky. If you've got the PC, you can't make any in-game purchases. Um, they're also you can't make any in-game purchases for iOS or Google Android or Amazon Android or Apple. I got TV. an email
0: about this. It's crazy.
2: Nothing. Uh, you can still make in-game purchases on. In the Steam version of Disney Infinity 3.0. But they're starting to shut it all down. And then come September 30th. They you won't be able to log into the PC, iOS, Android. Any of those devices to play Disney Infinity. Or, any, or buy any of the versions of the games. And then March 3rd, 2017. It all gets shut down. And there will be no more support for Disney Infinity. Ever. so there's
1: the, there is many of them there's like 2.0 3.0 i mean the, the first one 2.0 and 3.0 and the only thing I'm seeing here is about the shutdown of 2.0 what about 3.0 exactly
2: yeah that one's getting they're all getting shut down so it's it's a okay. it's a rolling okay. thing and what made the game a lot of fun was that the community could create levels and upload them and there were so many bits and pieces to the game, and there's so much stuff that was gonna come out for the game that looked absolutely amazing. It's a game that got canceled too soon, in my opinion, because people didn't let it grow. They I think Disney flooded the market with the toys and didn't really they didn't really wait. Like um, Nintendo and the amiibos were sick and tired of seeing amiibos and see all that stuff, but they kind of, they they created a demand for it. And then they started realizing, oh, now we know how many we actually need to create whenever we launch these new Amiibos so it doesn't get too crazy. So Nintendo kind of had the right approach in this Toys to Life game. But now this game is gone and so many people are so devastated because it helped parents... Play games with their kids. It's fun and friendly, and there are so many heroes for it. And now, now it's but a a sad memory with toys on your shelf.
1: And the biggest <laughs> part also is that it's, you're not just shutting out a video game; you're shutting out all those toys that the kid have. So if you're a parent, you're like, "We can just get rid of it," you know. But it's like the toys are that was fan, that a fantastic just like aspect of it. Where you would just have the toys and be able to, you know, play them in game or something. Um, but yeah, and it's funny I'm stumbling upon Polygon's article and they're like, uh, from this I think we talked about it, but like uh, on March first, was it right when we begin begin recording our show? I don't remember. It's been too long already. But they just announced already there wouldn't be any 4.0 but continued to support for 3.0. Well, now this all just looks like a lie back in the days.
2: Yeah. The, the whole way, the, the way the studio found out that they were being shut down was via an investor phone call where they said, Hey, we're not pursuing this thing anymore. And then everyone was like, mm. Oh, we're out of a job. And there's an artist that customizes these toys that I follow. His name is evil. And yeah he keeps reposting people writing stories about all the fun things they've done with their kids and some people reconnecting with something just because it's so you could race in the game, you could make a house kind of like animal like an animal crossing, you can build your house, do something really creative with it, and invite people over and listen to Disney radio and do all these things, and then it's like, huh. Ah. You had fun? That's great. We're taking it away. Mm.
0: Well, there's there's aspects of it that are not shutting down, right? Like, if you have a disc-based version of this game, or even a digital copy that you're not connecting, any internet functionality is shutting down, right?
2: Correct. So the, the core game is still playable if you have the, the game, but what made it fun was that community aspect of it.
0: Now, um... We'll get into this a little bit later on the topic of this week's show uh, where we discuss kind of evolution of of longstanding games like this uh, or games where longstanding is is promised. Um, (laughs) But I'm torn on this because like I think that Disney's like their business solution makes a lot of sense, which is essentially that. They're, instead of trying to make their own games, going to hire the studios that they think are best suited to make games for them, make the games. And and we're starting to see them do that with um, Insomniac doing the new Spider-Man game. And, like, I think an Insomniac Spider-Man game is going to be better than any Disney studio-led Spider-Man game that they could make. Um. But, I, 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 yeah, certainly fans of Disney Infinity. I actually have a Disney Infinity set because I wanted to check it out. Um, seems like a bummer.
2: Super bummer. But, I mean, it's, I guess, the nature of the beast of the industry. Things are always going to change and stuff's going to happen. And all this money that you've invested into it, at least at least you have the toy. And, you know, I remember that one time we played the game and, I, I threw you off, and that was funny. So at least there's that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You... <laughs> um, so my punch for the week is I am a backer, uh, a Kickstarter backer, very reluctantly, mind you, because I've been burned by Kickstarter now a few times. Um, but one project I really put my faith in and believe in, and so far it's panning out extremely well, is ukulele um which is essentially made by uh Platonic Studios is the name of the studio um but this is uh essentially the the team that made the original Banjo-Kazooie game and uh, Banjo-Tooie I believe was the second one these are old Nintendo 64 platformer games and many people uh, myself included, um, consider these games better than Mario 64, um, just in terms of structural uh, game-like hub world stuff and some of the very unique abilities. Uh, Mario. Although I still say that Mario 64 is the more important game um, because these games don't really understand how they're made or built or control without Mario 64. But uh, they're making a uh, spiritual successor to banjo because as you guys may know, Microsoft owns rare studios who make banjo and they just put them to work doing a bunch of connect stuff. And then eventually sea of thieves, which is coming out soon. Uh, and these, these are all people that either were laid off or left. Um, and now enough of them have left where the people that actually made banjo can be all together. And uh, for everybody that, uh, back them at a certain level, they gave them a steam key for the ukulele toy box. And the toy box is essentially a level that's literally made of just, like, very simple shapes um, but has the structural foundations of what a ukulele level will have in it. So, like, platforming challenges, floating platforms, uh, portals, gateways, swimming, sliding... Um, and lots of little uh, quills to collect and if you get all 100 quills very very similar to the olden days uh, you get uh, a page appears and that's kind of your mark of oh I beat the level and um, and I think this is so cool in like the age of alphas and betas um, where people are like come come join our alpha you jerks the game is done you know. <laughs> <laughs> We we work in software development here. If something is an alpha, it's not something you're gonna stress test with five million people. An alpha looks like there's no textures yet, and we don't know why. <laughs>
1: like, Make it look um, alpha, yeah.
0: Right, totally. And they're t- definitely further along with the real game than this, but they made a very it. It's interesting to me because it almost you're learning a little bit about game design and pl- good platformer design with it because um you're just kind of seeing the f- fundamental building blocks of a lot of what's in the game and um and they're taking player feedback they're saying hey do these controls feel right hey does this camera feel right do these moves feel right and it's it's really cool i i spent about maybe an hour an hour a little over an hour hour 15 with it um and oh my goodness this is going to be if you love the old Mario sixty fours and banjos of the world, this is it, man, and it's coming out for PlayStation, Xbox, PC, Mac, uh, the whole nine yards. So it's 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 turned out really good. I'm excited.
2: Yeah, it looks really cute, and I love everything that's cute. Yeah, because I'm a sucker.
0: <laughs> 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 and to be clear, ukulele is the the game's two main characters. Uh, Yuka, um, who I think is a little purple bat and Laylee is um, a green chameleon. chameleon yeah. Um And I think they're both girls. Uh, but, they you know, very similar relationship to um, what Banjo and, and Kazooie had going on, where one is sort of, the bat is always sort of on top, and, like, holds you up while he flaps his wings when you hold down a second jump button, or um, can turn you into a ball and sort of roll you around and... uh uh, it's yeah it's super good and by the way Grant Kirkhope who did the score for Banjo like I will insert some of his Banjo work here and then I'll try and insert some of his ukulele stuff and boy oh boy you're going to be like wow this is it, it, it's like as close as you could legally come to not breaking any rules but uh, the game sounds really great it has that feeling that, that a lot of people myself included have been missing
1: yeah, it's it's the game in the game comes out in early 2017 on all consoles, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and if you play the toy box to quote completion, whatever that means, um which is collect all the quills, get the page, and then there's a secret that's not easy to find. Um it tells you about a secret in the mm. game when it comes out. So <laughs> Only us That's one part I really want that's we'll one
1: about. part I really want them to do better in video games in general. Like they all think we're dumb, you know, but now with the community and the help of everybody on the internet, all those video games should just find really yeah. like the harder the secret, the better it's gonna be. And even sometimes people look too far into you know potential secrets and the devs are like, No, no, that's not that's none of what you're thinking about. There's nothing behind <laughs> that. Stop looking, okay. it's fine. Uh, like I want to see that more and like more than just a story but like go deeper in the secrets uh, you know make like combinations find collectibles and go to this place at this moment the, the from software with all the Bloodborne and Dark Souls they do it kind of well you know they don't hold your hand and everything and they show they have a lot of secrets for you in their games uh, and it leads you to really good parts of the game with optional bosses and everything but I want to see that more
0: Yeah, yeah, and I I think too that like sometimes gamers have a tendency to, um, trying to think about how to express this. Maybe give the developers too much credit, (laughs) And, and I guess what I mean by that is like, okay, is this a secret that anyone would find even remotely? reasonable to like go and find and the answer is probably not it's like yeah man like through this wall like i just saw something on kotaka the other day of um structurally based on the way that like overwatch saves their maps you can get to you can get to another another version of another map by like jumping off the edge of a map um and it's just one of those things where you're like um Okay. I don't think that's that's not like that's not a secret for us to find. <laughs> it's just like a boring fact about how you have to build geometry to like load in assets and reduce file sizes on your game, you know, that type of stuff.
2: You're like, that's no Easter egg, you you shame on <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> right. An Easter egg is like my favorite one of my favorite Easter eggs in Overwatch is uh when you go to the movie theater, uh I don't know if you guys have done this, but go look at the prices um of the concessions and it's just like box of candy, popcorn, all of it's a hundred dollars. It's just all a hundred dollars <laughs> each. And then the very last item on the menu is a, a bottle of water, and that's like six or seven hundred dollars. It's <laughs> really great because I've you know, we've all been to the movies and been like, I just want some yeah. water. And they're like, Okay, that's yeah, six that's bucks. Worse. And you're Without like, tax. what? It's aquafina.
2: Yeah, that's the worst. Like I'll go her, like Desani and like you can't even give me pool in spring.
0: Gosh. <laughs> right, you're gonna give me Coca-Cola water? <laughs> you're gonna charge me six bucks? Ugh. This is yeah. the stuff that's so bad that they gotta mix it with syrup to make it taste good. Anyway. <laughs> Yannick, what's your hodgepodge, man?
1: Well, I just wanted to, for once, I'm always looking at the news, and for once, I just wanted to reflect on how I'm seeing summer.
0: Except today, when you're looking at Overwatch. Yeah, that's
1: board. my <laughs> only time, I promise. <laughs> I will stop doing that after after the show, I promise.
0: Right, right. You can trust you're me. still doing I'm it? I'm not doing it. I'm not <laughs> after doing after it. The show, just listen no, to his updating. voice the I'm updating. I after have my the PS4 man. now next to the computer, yeah. so
1: I use the time of the podcast to update all the games that I haven't had the chance to update. Like, I haven't... I last week was downloading the GTA update, the GTA Online update. Just maybe sometimes if I want to play it. Oh, you're and now it's Rocket your League. So, um, but no, the um, I, w- I just wanted to, like I-, I was thinking about how I was seeing the summer and gaming for me. So on Tuesday night was one of the few nights in a while, probably since before I-, I went to France and traveled that I was able to sit down and just do that for the whole night. There was no errands, no nothing to deal with. I just had dinner with my mm-hmm. girlfriend and I was sitting in front of, you know, on my new desk right here where I'm sitting right now and just being able to play with all the games that I haven't been um, wanting to play or haven't had the, the time to play. So I did a little bit of Destiny again with some actually cool dudes from, uh, uh, that I found on that Slack of this podcast, Crucible Radio, uh, that, it, you know, I still listen to it. It's like a podcast focused on PvP of Destiny. And they have a great community around this podcast where you can just matchmake with them you know look for people to play together so we did a little bit of 3v3 it was i i, I found the fun again then i went to overwatch uh played with some other uh random kids that i uh, know from twitter um they were randomly looking for some people so i was like oh yeah, let's go back into some but you won't play let's go with back me. Into some overwatch you were not here and then i i even went switched to, to dark souls okay. where you know our friend davis was also coming online where he just comes too late for eastern time for me to For me to really, and then you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm level ten. I can't even do uh,
0: him and I start at like nine p.m. Uh, and I can't do
1: competitive play. You do competitive, right? Your highest level.
0: I'm, I'm, I love quick play. Yeah, you wanted Um, to do competitive, except for I can't believe. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so close to getting to anyone. To, I need to, yeah. If our friend Davis is listening, Davis. Yeah,
1: Davis is <laughs> real Recognize himself. I, but he, him you know, yeah. he's like, get get on the grind, bro. Uh, I need to, dude, get on it. Get on it. I need.
0: You know, uh, Davis and I, we've taken to, because um, we get paired up with, this happens a lot in Overwatch where, and it's it, honestly it's probably our fault for being bad but we'll be on a team and of course him him and my natural instinct is to be why are other people so bad? <laughs> <laughs> They're so bad. And in our defense a lot of times it is them it is other I'm sorry I'm better no, 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 but a lot of times it okay. Uh, a lot of times it's other people being bad. Like for example overtime happens and for people that don't play Overwatch or care, over overtime is such that the time has run out and the time will not end, the match won't end until all of your people are off of the point or all of your people capture the point. So all you have to do is touch the point to reset the timer of overtime. Right. And you get these people who just like Stay right outside of it and won't put a toe in. Like we're all running back. <laughs> Stop being oh, yeah, trash. Yeah, one
1: of those games when I was doing control <laughs> and uh, we were playing. So it was already like five of us and we just had one blueberry. Uh, I called them blueberry. I don't know if you call them blueberry, but in Destiny we call them blueberry, where they're not part of your team, but they, you know, they fill up. Um, and so the guy yeah. is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a new term i so because i let me give
1: a ex- quick explanation on that because when you join a, a fire team on destiny you jump into the game oops the controller just broke um uh oh. the um <laughs> oh, no. the, the fire team names on the on the hud uh on the interface are all green and then anybody outside of that oh, fire yeah. team is blue so when you play in, let's say, six v six, and you're a team of three, you're gonna have three other guys whose name and level and status are gonna be appearing in in a in a general blue you know overlay, a blue color, and so you we started calling yeah. them the blueberries, uh, you know, even on the call, it's <laughs> like oh the blueberry has the point or something like that, you know, um, so that's why I'm, I'm calling it blueberry on Overwatch, but it doesn't make a lot of sense uh but yeah we it'd be what like white funny. Berries? we 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 forced <laughs> overtime with our team and they were crushing us on that control point you know like just like those points where you increase your percentage until 100% uh I forgot the name of the game yeah. mode. um
0: do you have it um Andy? it's it's like yeah, capture, capture right or yeah control
2: there's like payload there's capture Because it's capture
1: and then, so capture yeah, was capture. like we forced overtime, and we're down. Like they were already at eighty percent, and we were down, and we forced overtime, and they never thought about jumping onto that point. And we just like cruised through, cruised through the 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 the, the win like that. we with them not not capping the point and not even forcing overtime on their end. It was kind of hilarious.
0: So, Yannick and I call every bad Overwatch player when we're playing. Trash
1: you
0: mean boys. Davis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, me, me and Davis. Uh, we call all the bad players Trash Boys, and when we're on a roll, we're the garbage men because we're taking out the trash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so every time I add Davis to a group, it, like it always starts the same way, which is him going, Dude, a <laughs> Dude. lot of Trash Boys on tonight. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's let's be the garbage men. But sometimes him and I are trash boys, and we'll we'll admit that. We'd we'll be like, I played like a total trash. Oh. boy. like sometimes I'm just Winston, and I'm just using that electricity gun, and it's just hurting. Oh nobody. yeah, that never does anything. Just like, give me a little bit more damage, <laughs> please. <laughs> Can't tell you how many times I've seen a Zarya just pop her stupid bubble with one hit left as I'm a Winston. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> All right, that's we'll save more Overwatch talk for our second podcast, Overwatch Cast that doesn't <laughs> that exist. Doesn't exist anyway.
1: Uh, no, my, my my take on the on the,
0: Overwatch the Overwatch.
1: My take on the hodgepodge would just to be <laughs> like, you know, summer. I don't get to play that many video games, and I don't. But when I do. I really enjoy it. There is no games coming out. There is no, like, just new release. It's games that I know that I'm enjoying to come back to or some that I'm really excited to finish, just like Dark Souls. And uh, and even some others that I'm excited to download, like I'm going to go um, download Firewatch uh, that I haven't had the chance to play yet. Uh, so, like, summer is just a very chill time for me to, and enjoyable time for me to play video games where... Um, when I do, I really do enjoy my time. There's no pressure, you know. You um, sometimes don't get to play with the people you used to play with, or you get to meet new players because people are away. You know, different schedules. Uh, people have stuff planned on the weekend, so when you do have a chance to play, not everybody is on. Um, really, just like yeah, just like very a, a very good chill time for me to do that. Where compared to mm. March and spring and fall and and we'll see it in the show we'll talk about a lot of new games a lot of new stuff to try it uh, it's it's a fast pace it's like you jump on a game okay that's good next game comes yeah. out okay I gotta try it you know and 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 okay well there is still that other one where people are really going ahead of me as I, I still want to you know I still gotta play with them a little bit um, right, right I don't have to There's all these obligations. Yeah, there seems seems to be be having so many obligations. And July, August is for me the best time to know. And and I see it on Twitch too. Like, uh, people go more creative on streams when it's the summertime because they're all waiting. They all. Again, and you feel the hype of September coming. You know, it's a very, very. Very good time where people don't really spend that much money on video games, but they reflect back on what they bought and like, oh, I got to finish this one. I got to take care of that one. Or maybe I can just chill and do nothing with my friends on this other game that I really don't care about. Um, mm. So that was my take on it.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. and in, in fact, there's been a couple times over the past couple weeks now where I've actually been feeling sort of antsy like there's no new games coming out and you just get so used to the cadence of new game new game new game new game and I'm trying yeah. all these different things and I'm spending a little time with all of them so now that I have time to sit with a game I'm almost like ADDed out of like Ooh, and I've I've just been kind of been like I guess I'll just play Overwatch although yesterday I I got ukulele and I played a little Dark Siders mm-hmm. Uh, definitive edition, Darksiders 2, <laughs> definitive edition, which is what a name. Um, which is kind of a, a Zelda like, um, with some sort of God of War elements in there. And, um, and I was playing that on PC. And then I also played last night, uh, for the first time in forever, just a couple songs in Rock Band. Um, just because, like, ah, oh, I miss, I miss you, Rock Band. What's going on? <laughs> um, and it all felt really nice. And by the way, the new Xbox interface finally fixes how you get to all your stupid DLC and manage your games library. It's so much better. So much better. Good job Microsoft. You really crushed it with the latest Xbox UI update. <laughs> all right, guys, let's talk about um something that uh, you know, Sandy began a little bit earlier in the show, which is in in the reality that we're all sort of dealing with now, which is we have these games that come out. Um, Almost every single game has a really strong online component to it. And now we're seeing things like uh, Disney Infinity 3.0, which, what, that game maybe had a shelf life of a year or two? Maybe two years? um, And kind of gets shut down. And I'm just... I'm thinking, what is the contract... Between developers and and gamers here, like, should I be able to play Halo? You know, let's let's not even call it the Master Chief Collection. Should I be able to play Halo Five multiplayer in five years? Is did I get that with my sixty dollars?
1: Cindy, you want to start?
2: I feel like this is one of those things where if you make a promise. And you're like, this is just going to be this big game. It's going to be amazing. We just need you to invest your time and money into it. Then at least, you know, give your fans like an extra year or so mm-hmm. before you just yank everything away from them. The The thing with Disney Infinity, going back to that, is that I don't think I got as much time as I could have with it because they were... Marvel Battlegrounds is going to be a thing. If you could battle it, this could potentially become yeah. an, an esports thing, which is super amazing. Seeing like a toy to life game becoming making its way into the esports scene, and then it wasn't like, going
0: to become an esport. It was
2: <laughs> no. well, you, I mean, who? It's it's hard. You know, you don't who's who's
0: <laughs> you, to don't, you don't anything? know. You
2: don't know. You don't know. But like it, it could have, and that that's one of those things that I remember. Seeing that that part of the game being debuted at New York Comic Con last year. And I went up to John Miyake and, you know, I talked to him and I'm like, I love the work you're doing. And, you know, it's really awesome. It's really cool. And then, like, not even a year goes by and it's like, GG, we lied. Sorry, it didn't make its numbers. And
0: Well, I don't know if they lied so much as they just changed their mind.
2: Yeah, I guess. But it's kind of like you are prom—you're promising something, you're promising it for a really long time, and then you're like, "Nah, we're gonna—we're gonna take it away. We, we've got all this hype, and but we're—we're we're gonna take it away because it's not making it. And the thing is, it wasn't that it wasn't making it by a lot. It was like a small window, and it just needed that extra little push to make it a really great game that people were super invested into, and it's it's like when nbc canceled uh, constantine you just you did it too soon you did it too soon <laughs>
0: <laughs> well don't even don't even talk to those firefly fans about what got canceled too soon but um too soon
2: too soon too soon, <laughs>
0: too, soon too soon um but uh, here's here's one thing that i will say in your defense and uh, that i think is reprehensible for something like disney infinity which is disney infinity didn't just make a $60 game. They made like an $80 starter set. Mm-hmm. And then they sold dozens of $10, $12, $13, $14 dollar figurines. So this isn't just a game that somebody may potentially have had, oh, they've got $60 into, or in the case of like a regular game in a season pass, maybe 100 bucks, 110 Uh, Or if you're Call of Duty 560, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Like (laughs) maybe maybe a hundred and thirty bucks. But this is potentially something that a family had been building with their kids for a long time, and you know, uh, this is something that you you know you're you're kind of counting on in a sense being something that like oh okay like I got this game for my kid like. Every birthday or whatever is, you know, a couple of $10 figures or whatever. And then before you know it, you're like 500, 600 bucks in the hole with this one video game. And then you just hear, oh, it does, it's not going to work anymore. Or the thing that potentially my kid liked about it is not going to work. And that's crazy to me.
1: There's a uh, I mean so like we don't really know what happened with Disney Infinity, right? Because um in May we covered
0: Well, we did. Yeah, they Disney changed Yeah, we 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 covered their, it... the
1: the primary developer of Disney Infinity shut down Avalanche Software, right? And uh and and maybe like nobody after that was able to you know, provide new figurines or make and you know, have a sustainable business model around the game where you like you said it's it's hard to believe that when it's a game like that that it's not only paying $60, it's you're able to pay the figurine. So they could even have like a regular, with the same game, have a regular release of figurines and still make a little bit of money out of it without even doing anything to the game. And yeah. uh,
2: I think where Disney failed was they... I'm, I'm a huge Disney fan and I make it a, a priority of mine to go to... The, the Disney Store. I go to the Nintendo Store, and back when Toys R Us and Times Square was a thing, I'd, I'd go there all the time and, and make my, my rounds to like all my, my favorite stores to, to pick up some things. And there were always more Disney Infinity figurines at Nintendo New York than there was at the Disney Store in Times Square. So here's your flagship game, in and it's not in your flagship stores which I think it's a huge problem. You can't expect something to succeed if you're not actively promoting it in the place that people probably expect to see it the most. So it's like, hey, uh, where's where are your Disney Infinity toys? Oh, I have to go to Toys R Us? That's silly. That's silly, Disney. And even for another game like World of Warcraft, if Blizzard were to go, hey, we're not going to support World of Warcraft anymore, I will li- literally flip tables. Like all of them, because that's also another game where it's a minimum sixty dollars investment, and then you've got the expansion packs. Then you've got all the stuff you buy in game, the pets, other stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, and Blizzard has been charging some people for it, the past ten years fifteen dollars a month. Which let's do the quick math on that fifteen. Times 12 is so that's everybody is basically who's been playing since the beginning in at least two thousand yeah. dollars <laughs> in this stupid yeah. game, uh, it's like <laughs> eighteen hundred. Um, and, but that's not in, uh, including all the expansions, which you pay for if you've been following it since yeah. the beginning.
1: No, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's um, you know, Blizzard is safe and then they, is a money maker, and they make sure that when they create games like Overwatch or yeah Di- even Diablo or StarCraft they still update them and you know they have a uh, they have a long term commitment i think blizzard is one of a kind where if they really shut down a game it it must you know they must be a huge failure or or something like that um and 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 but it, it's funny because it made me think about all those games. I recently watched a video about Battleborn, uh, one of the you know YouTubers out there that was really um, a, a big, yeah, a big content creator for um, oh, what's their name, uh, Borderlands and Borderlands Two, and you know all the Borderlands editions. Who are, mm-hmm. so he loves the the, yeah. the studio. He loves what their gearbox. He loves what they're making. And so he was really excited about Battleborn. Uh, the only problem about Battleborn was Overwatch. Uh, it came out at the same time, even though those two games are literally different. Like I don't want to hear anybody being like, "Battleborn versus Overwatch." What's you know who what which one is the best? It's like telling me, I don't know. It's like telling me FIFA.
0: Although Blizzard created that, Blizzard created that
1: no, situation. no, no. Yeah, I mean I'm not like, I'm not calling who's guilty who's not. It's just that Battleborn becomes a victim of that of that, you know, wrong uh, timeline, we should say. Um...
0: I also don't know why Blizzard had any, like, MacGuffin about Battleborn, because, like, Blizzard was, like, they released their open beta, like, the same day that Battleborn launched, and, like, when Battleborn had its beta, like, Overwatch did its first, you know, uh, private beta. It was just, like, they marketed directly yeah. against that game. That was vicious. Yeah. Of that.
1: Like they were like, you know, if we have to release in the same uh, quarter, might as well do the exact same date to kind of kill the other one, you know? Um, yeah, I and, guess uh, so. The, so that, what that community manager, um, comu- um, what well, that content creator, sorry, was pointing is that if BattleBone wants to survive and if uh, even Gearbox wants to make money out of it, which sounds odd, but if you want to make money, you should make it free to play. And um, and this is, I'm sure, something that Gearbox is, is considering because uh, apparently on Steam, only on Steam, you have an average of 900, 1,000 players right now every day or something like that, you know, like on an average. You know, you have peaks, but like the average is, is 1,000. Um, to compare, Borderlands still has 10K on Steam. So Borderlands 2, which is way older and has a different mode, is a different type of game, but they... They 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 really need to give a kick to Battleborn, and um and this is when the situation will come. Is like if do you want to make a free to play and like have to maintain that free to play? How long is it gonna be? I mean you're gonna need in game transactions, and this is where I think in game transactions are really cool. They're like a new trend, but in this case they're really cool. They're gonna make people discover a great game, and if you want to go into a more advanced use. You can give money to the developers and that will give them motivations to create new stuff for you and maintain those servers you know it's kind of like the new way i feel like if world of warcraft had was released right now they would rely more on in-game transactions than subscription every month Um, they would have a bigger adoption and ultimately maybe at the end make more money um but there are all those games like that. The other one that I well,
0: I don't know if they'd make more because now, they, and have now both. they have both. No, that's <laughs> true. Right. But yeah. the
1: adoption <laughs> on those in-game transactions would be interesting, you know, to estimate. What if, what if World of Warcraft was a free-to-play all along and had in-game transaction all along? What would what would be the balance? You know, I'm, I'm, people are easily being able to put two hundred dollars on in-game transactions. Uh, certainly not two thousand, maybe not. So I guess uh, they chose the right model.
0: Well, I think there's a what I don't like about in game transactions is the business model relies on something. Are you guys familiar with the term whales?
2: Uh, Yeah. Like when you go gambling and so, you know, the whale is like the, the big fish with all the yeah. money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> totally. So there are like in all of these free to play <laughs> games, there's like the majority of people who end up spending maybe like 10 or 20 bucks. And then there's a couple people that spend like 10 grand and that's, crazy that i i honestly believe that what the video game world is doing when they let someone pay ten thousand dollars to play their game and they don't say please stop like that you like you like there's not a cap on how much you can give the company and i it, i understand that the company's like oh well i mean we're we're a company we're here to make money why would we ever stop somebody but like at some point you're not that person isn't playing the game. That person has like a problem, right? right. Because very few people can afford ten thousand dollars into one video game. Like, if someone is playing ten thousand dollars, and there are multiple people spending ten k plus on like Clash Royale, mm-hmm. and that's nuts. What you're doing is you're tapping into the same chemical impulses that casinos mm-hmm. tap into when. Have people come and gamble mm-hmm. there, and to me that makes you also know better than that. But like uh, to to go back on point about these long term development games, like Battleborn is for all intents and purposes a failure. Like, does this? I I know that there are only a thousand people playing it concurrently right now, but like as a studio, like are they allowed to say? And and this goes for like two K and um and Turtle Rock Entertainment with um the uh, what just went free to play. Uh, yeah, Evolve yeah, yeah. They were comparing that to
1: Evolve as well, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um they're kind of like stuck with these ugly redheaded stepchildren. <laughs> and they're like, Okay, well, this is the game we made. We thought it was gonna make more money, it's not making money. Now we got to tweak it until it is making money, and even if it becomes free and you get thousands of people using it, which costs you money in servers to maintain, by the way, unless you're making that money back, like, can't I just kill it? Can, what, why can't we, like, in the olden days, if a new game came out and sucked, you'd be like, well, I guess the, maybe the next one will be better. Yeah. Yeah. Right, And we didn't have this expectation of like, no, fix it, make it better. I gave you $60. I'm not going to be happy until you make it perfect and the thing it should be.
1: Yeah, it's. I feel like it's still a question that uh, so many uh, so many developers, so many uh, companies are having different answers depending on the game. But you mentioned Evolve. I mean, Evolve, since it went three to play, uh, got a big audience, got. Like everybody got interested about it, and you really got to see twitch also yeah. uh twitch views and the the, num- the amount of streamers uh increasing again but yeah i i also don't think that putting a something free to play right now would be uh, making it last longer it would just give a little a little twist just a little a little higher moment again for the game it's kind of like it feels like a reborn like a second right. release right uh, but then it doesn't last long um for for
0: I also feel like making a game free to play is a move to bring in the audience. And like the only time that move will be like super successful to me is if the game was good in the first place. Right. Right. Because now you're lowering the barrier for someone to come in and be like, oh, hey, this is pretty good. Like I was a person who wasn't going to part with my $60 or whatever, but I'll play it for free. And then if I really like it, yeah, you can have that plus more if I spend it. but. Like, in the case of Battleborn, like I played it, I I just don't think it's good. No,
1: no. <laughs> like I haven't played I, it. You just know. like when I was like, this is <laughs> yeah. trash. And um, that's the
2: other thing. If, if you can't get people to buy into your characters or your story, then you've done something wrong. Because r- remember, like the reason why I personally really enjoy Blizzard games is I love the story. I love the story. And wow, I love the stupid murlocs. They're always getting in my way, but I love them. And and even in in Overwatch, um, Tracer, she's an incredibly difficult character to play as, but I still have an attachment to her. And Blizzard does a really good job of making people buy into their characters. And you're like, yeah, I, I see that. That's. That's something that I want. I want to be a part of that. And there's a a lot of hype around that. And if you can't get that into your game, then it's your game's doomed from the get-go. It, that's why Mario does such a good job because people love Mario. People love Luigi. They want to see these characters in more stories. More and serious. they
0: rarely make a bad Mario or Luigi game. Like, yeah. the vast majority of those games are like... Uh, even if even if it's not exciting to people, like it's it's another two and a half D Mario or whatever, like it's still super solid. Like New Super Mario Brothers, you w- was super solid, and uh, 3D Land, you know, while not necessarily necessarily exciting from like an innovation standpoint for that series, very very solid game. Like you know what I mean? Um. So let's talk about... Uh, we've, we've kind of talked about long-term support and obligations there. How about when games change and evolve over the years? I don't know if you've ever had this moment. This happens to me a lot in Blizzard games specifically because they do support their games long-term and they do update and change based on both their feedback and community feedback. But have you ever logged on to a game, um, probably one with a heavy online component, and just realize that the game has left you. This and what I mean by that is, for example, I logged into StarCraft Two for the first time a couple weeks ago, and I went, I don't even understand how to navigate this mm-hmm. menu anymore. I, I don't know how to make a cust. I don't know how to make a custom game in StarCraft Two. I don't even know if you can anymore. Like, can I make? Can I just pick a map, pick a friend, and? I, like i i didn't know how to do it and the the ui had changed so much and in the case of world of warcraft uh i log in um for the first time and this was this was maybe a month or two ago at this point and i find my mage has a new spell called frost firebolt which didn't even exist <laughs> <laughs> when i first leveled my character from 0 to 60 70 and 80 and um, now all of a sudden it's frost Fire, bolt it does this new thing and they have a new way of picking talents and and I and this will also happen to me in like um, maybe not a fighting game necessarily but like a shooter or something where you go in to an old game and you just open it up and you're like whoa okay all right this is probably not for me anymore this is nothing like what I remember being and it actually makes the case for, um, you know, we talked about it on the show weeks back of people being sad about the Vanilla, uh, the Vanilla WoW server yeah. shutting down because there's probably a bunch of people who were like, that was my WoW. That's the one I understand. That's the one I like. Um, and now the game is just very different. Like, did you guys know in the latest update for WoW, uh, there's a new class called the Demon mm-hmm. Hunter. I know. Yes. <laughs> Which by the way is just like Blizzard is just turning all of their video games into just like a, a flavor, like the McDonald's smell that they just spray and <laughs> <on> everything. <laughs> and also I guess one of the spells is uh for for the paladin is like a blessed hammer where they like, can throw the spinning hammers just like a Diablo. So I'm like, uh, okay. Like <laughs> so. Has have you ever experienced that? Have has a game ever walked away from you, or like, what game? Uh, you know, what do we do in the in the climate of like games don't stay the same?
2: I th- I think it happens to me every time because we we work we work forty hours. I commute my commute's a nightmare, and then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do this, and it's like everything has changed. Why? Yeah. And then you have to relearn the game relearn where your fingers go and what does what and you're like, ah. Totally. Either you stick to it or you're like. Do I have to sit
0: to regain health? Do I have to rest? I forget. Did they take that out?
2: (laughs) Like What's what's, what's going on? Oh, battle pets? They're like, like Pokemon in WoW. Okay, I can, I'm, I want to, I want to have battles with my pets.
0: Oh, I forgot that they added that. Holy cow, there's Pokemon inside of WoW. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, it's
0: And then I like logged into WoW and they I know we're picking on WoW a lot here, but this could technically happen with any game and I'm sure it has with especially other MMOs. Um in the case of Final Fantasy, they redesigned the whole stupid game. But um you know, uh I logged into WoW and they're like, "Now you can Buy game time with your virtual gold. I'm like, what's uh, no? Like, that <laughs> my automatic reaction to that stuff was like, no, I not now. I want, I wanted to play World of Warcraft. <laughs> what, what is all this stuff?
2: I don't understand. What do you What do you mean, gold? What? No, and
1: it's something. Pandas? It's something we really get thrown off whenever we uh, were used to, even used to a broken game, right? If you spend a lot of hours, even if the game was bad, but you were enjoying it as it was, uh, you're like, yeah. okay. Great, and then you take a break and come back. You're like, okay, this is great. No, really, this is great. I understand why they did that. I'm talking about WoW. I'm talking about other games. Um, you know, I, may, I have yeah. Destiny in my head because that's that's they really released a broken. They really yeah, they well, released a broken game, and they fixed it lately. And they might make a statement um, coming in September with a new expansion eventually. Um, apparently the developers are really hyped about it. So we'll see what's going to happen. Hopefully custom games finally, but this, see, I mean, so, (laughs) but I will still look at it and people will still look at the year one, like they like to call it like the 2014, uh, year, um, you know, the first year of destiny, um, as like oh i miss this i miss that there's always going to be this nostalgia kicking oh this is not my game anymore and they're gonna like being og uh to compare themselves with the new kids coming into the game it's also a social aspect to always like to reflect on the past and you know be like it was better before no it's not really better before just what you, you used to that's how you got to hang out with the game that's how you got to start loving the game you know um, if your girlfriend starts changing haircuts after two years or something, like she really goes and gets a buzz, you know, still going to love it. But maybe you're going to be like, I oh, maybe it was better before. You should just go back. Well, you know, the girlfriend can do that. Her hair are going to grow back. The video game is not going to change your way. Um, so you just feel lost and you're like, all right, I guess, I guess that's not for me anymore. It happened for a wow while a lot. Now I see people who are like, yeah, he changed a lot. Um. But I can still find my fun doing the grind the old way. Uh, I've seen so many people jumping back into it and doing the legit right. leveling up uh yeah. doing the just like with people going through dungeons. Yes, it's easier uh but I'd still like to not power level this thing and um and have a lot of fun doing it. Um, my biggest fear if I go back into this game is that you know you just there's so much knowledge needed. So much knowledge. That's the knowledge, you know, and when you turn on a game and you're scared about it, like, oh, it's going to be, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy. You're going to enjoy those guys, those engineers, they they work for the best uh, when they make MMOs and they make them evolve. It's usually for the best. Um, It's for you to find players to play with. It's for you to, you know, that's why they reduce the raid size. It's for you to enjoy stuff better in the least amount of time. Uh mm-hmm. it, But you'd be like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I I don't know if that's going to be my thing. It's going to be your thing. You just, at the beginning, at first, you're just scared. I feel scared a lot of times when I play and those I, games.
0: I, I'm with you, and I, I think two things that I want to highlight in the kind of reference what you said is, number one, with a game like Destiny, initially it lost a bunch of people like me, who expected something else in that mm-hmm. game, and they changed it significantly. And if Destiny Taken King, as of right now, maybe minus the broken stuff that you reference, I don't know what's <laughs> broken in it right now, but if they released it as it is right now, I might feel wholly differently about that game, right? Yep. I might have been like, oh, this is, this is cool. This is really great. There's a cool story here. There's interesting things happening. Uh, Peter Dinklage isn't in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people forget Peter Dinklage was in that game. Um, but they just erased his memory like a fly. Oh, yeah. Well, North in, is uh, better, on to a, be honest.
1: North is a better...
0: Yeah. Um, you mean can voice act? Yeah. What? <laughs> um, and then secondly, there's this weird demand, I feel like, when games evolve and update like a Destiny... Or even now, like, Overwatch, right? Like, I'm not bothered by the Overwatch changes yet because I've been following Overwatch changes. And the demand is kind of, like, keep up and know what's different. And then you kind of have a frame of reference for everything. Or if you come back to it cold. Like, do you think if if all of us stopped playing Overwatch right now and we all log on a year from now we're going to get our faces smashed in yeah probably right and yeah. e- and that's even if somehow we retain all of our overwatch like knowledge and like like continue to study it but somehow don't play it but like we're going to be like oh everybody has new different abilities now like they added a whole new game mode uh nobody's playing the old game mode everybody plays the new game mode you know like uh there's armor you know just imagine they had like armor or something in that game and you're gonna be like i don't know Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. why what used to work doesn't work anymore and like for for the destiny fans i noticed that destiny fans who followed the game's updates saw the changes knew the positive and negative ramifications of all those changes but at least were aware of all that stuff as it happened have much better context for playing the game and now are still more likely to play the game than say someone who left, came back, they're like, whoa, like like I did. I kind of like went away for almost a year, came back with a taken king, went like, boo, okay, this is very different. Light level uh, okay. seems, <laughs> Bro, you made
1: that noise as uh, well. Noise noise. <laughs> uh, <right.
0: laughs> yeah, right. I sometimes do literally make the uh Okay. This seems like a lot. <laughs> and then I log out. It's like uh, logging back into, and I know we're picking on Blizzard a lot, but we we love you, Blizzard. So we're gonna do that. Um, logging back into, you know, Diablo, and they've added or changed some things, and suddenly every piece of armor you pick up is better than the armor you had, and you're like, "But I had the best armor. What happened?"
2: Uh, yeah! like is
0: my armor not the best armor anymore and the answer is no it's not the best armor your armor now sucks in comparison to the armor that's out there and you're like oh okay well I put in a lot of hours <laughs> to get that armor <laughs> yeah <laughs> like how how many times did you like is do you remember getting the Gjallarhorn
1: yeah we do, we do. We do. We do. It? is it even we we good anymore on the stream. well so that's the funny thing they're gonna yeah. release a repainted iron Gallahorn for the expansion if you pre-order. Oh, That's how they're doing it right now. Well, you know, which is pretty much going to make that gun irrelevant. What make that gun fantastic is that not a lot of people had it. And except if you were one of the earliest players, they would be sold by a vendor that would only be here on Friday. It still comes sometimes exerved for people that know. And uh and people are like, Okay, well, yeah, don't pick up that Gellhorn that, that rocket launcher, it's not that good. And then over time, over the weeks, people are like, Yo, that's probably the best one because we've we've kinda like looted everything and this is the thing. Um and, and people were just, you know, we were having a hard time dropping exotics in the first place and then dropping the uh the the Ingram, and then the Ingram had to decrypt into a Gallahorn. So the chances were really low. And so I went and farmed and farmed and farmed. And I think what they did, and yeah, what they did it. with the second expansion that we played together, remember House of Wolves? We did like a little stream. It was super fun because it finished on yep. that good note and um, they were having that new activity. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I read something, but I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow increased the little drop rate of the Gallahorn. if you didn't have it when you go into Prison of Elders. Just to give it a little sugar. It's like, hey, you came back. There's a new activity. <laughs> there's even yeah. an happy ending to it. So, you know, you finish that Prison of Elders. There's like this uh, magnificent chest room, uh, you know, treasure room with the chest at the end, the big chest, and, uh, and beating the activity. You get a, You get a key, and that key opens it. And yeah, I got a Gallarhorn into it. And I was like, holy shit. But if you Google uh, you know, reaction video, like people dropping it, uh, you know, people were just insane about it, uh, getting it. And I after that, after dropping it like that, I saw a lot of people doing this, having the same scenario than me when I talked to people later in the game, in, in in the year. They're like, yeah, I also got the Gjallarhorn from the chest in, in that Prison of Elders activity. Just uh, I didn't have it before. In My first run, I, I had it. So, you know. It, it, they they force that drop rate, but long story short, long story short, those are the things that you remember that create the memory of the game. Um, There's certainly not gonna be a weapon uh, that hard to get, just because they like to go. They now evolve that game, listening to the community where people like doing the quests and you know finding the secrets, and if and that secrets leads to an exotic, that's their best reward. They started doing that with The Taken King. It is working. They already confirmed they're going to keep doing that for the next games, the next expansion coming up. Um, so, see, you choose a route. It's wrong. You listen to the community. That's what they majorly <sighs> yeah. want. Of course, our people are going to be like, I want to I wanna farm hours to drop something. Yeah, but not everybody does, honey. Like, not everybody has the <laughs> same amount of time. Um,
0: and I actually think for some games like Battleborn... Um, we can have a whole nother show about this but I I question sometimes the listening to the community stuff because I think listening to the community is only going to take you down the rabbit hole of people who you already have their money and it's going to make it even harder for you to get new people to try something so when Yannick is talking about hard weapons big chests and happy endings that means it's time to end the show (laughs) especially since
1: we started with Overwatch porn didn't we (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's right. we're
1: gonna lose that clean we're gonna lose that we're so. gonna become explicit
0: <laughs> no we've we've kept, kept it pretty it clean, clean. We've, kept it. After this actually, we've kept it cross after this episode We kept it like <laughs> creepy clean you know like and when somebody instead of swearing they say what the fudge is going on here and you're like oh i wish somebody would what a real pain in the uh, oleos, oleos? You know, it's even creepier uh, okay, I don't know how to polite swear yet. <laughs> what are, what are, talk to me in like 10 years oleos? if I'm a dad. Oleos are uh, the new cereal that kids <laughs> are trying to cross the nation loving. Oleos. Eat your Oleos. Honey sugar, Oleos. Oh, delicious, don't I want to get a right bowl right now. It's
1: still too early.
0: <laughs> As you guys know, Pixels Weekly comes out every Monday and Boy, you can listen every episode for free at PixelsWeekly.com as well as write into the show with your questions, concerns, answers, love, all that stuff. And, of course, the best thing you can do for us is log on to iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your thing is and leave us a review. We really, really appreciate the reviews, guys. You guys are so sweet out there. And um, I think that, oh, you can also follow us at PixelsCast on Twitter. And that does it for us this week. And until next time. Aloha. Au revoir. And we'll see you next week.